0: You and I with Rashmi Shetty is a simple attempt of bringing in stories of people you and I can draw inspiration from. Ordinary folks, extraordinary lives, their uniqueness and individuality that make them interesting to talk to and to listen to. A reaffirmation of the fact. Open your eyes wider. The world is far more beautiful when we acknowledge the presence of both you and i
1: i had i didn't realize but i would upset a lot of people uh, a lot of the ngo kind of the dog loving people actually so all my problems and i have the distinction of of having multiple high court stay orders to keep myself safe mm, i have uh, Multiple FIRs in different uh, in different police stations against me. I've had uh, three or four uh, arrest warrants issued against me. Or two of which are non non-vail- were non available. So I've had a I've lived an eventful life. Totally not the life that an engineer, MBA kind of software kind of guy does, you know. So from two thousand fourteen, my life took a very different turn. January two thousand fourteen, the first police case was lodged against me. Uh, interestingly, um, I mean, I know pretty much everybody in the system. Uh, 31st of December, 2013, my company had 300, 300 employees. And like I said, I, w- I was successful entrepreneur. On 31st of December, 2014, after one year, I had I was the only employee left in the company. My company closed. I completely went bankrupt. I... I mean, everything in my life stopped. I mean, I sold everything I had. I mean, I sold all the ambulances. I sold all my property, my wife's jewelry, everything. I sold everything. So the, the, the dog lovers, uh, nobody actually ever asked me how I managed. So my, uh, uh, my downfall, my humiliation, my whatever you call it, was very public everybody knew what I was going through and all these are people who had uh, given hundreds and hundreds of dogs to me that had rescued and so everybody knew wh- what I was going through but not one person uh, ever asked me this question can they help me I mean I'm talking about the dog lovers I'm not talking about my friends and you know and and, and others but nobody ever ever came forward and said you know can 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 we help with your dogs? Because at that time I already had like four or 500 dogs. And it was a very big struggle, 2014, 15, 16. It was a very, very big struggle. I remember 2015, 2016, I just didn't have the money to, to buy chicken for the, for the dogs. And, um, and most of their food is actually chicken and rice and eggs. And for one year, my dogs actually ate boiled potatoes from having so many vehicles and so many so many people i became the only employee in the company and i became the only employee at the farm so i would clean after the dogs i would i drove the ambulance and took my dogs to bangalore to get them treatment and i mean things were so bad that we would buy one day of uh, you know one day of ration every day I mean, literally, we were living day day, day on day. I mean, I'd buy only two so days. But
0: what about your business? How did even that have a it, Everything
1: closed. The allegation against me, the kind of... So it was not just that, you know, uh, some complaint was made. And, you know, okay. the complaint was made in... It was written that way. It was... So actually, this particular lady had uh, uh, reported two dogs to us. And the dogs were picked up and treated and put back. And she said that the dogs and my vehicles have GPS and this, that and the other. And the dogs were put back and when they're put back, they're photographed. and hmm. All that information was there but but she insisted on saying that the dogs have not come back. And she made a police complaint in a, in a police station that a police doesn't understand GPS and photo and this is about dogs. Hmm. So they said something and they called me to the police station. I went to the police station. I Then I I realized that the way that the, my lawyer said that the way that the complaint has been made is not, it is not just a complaint because it says that you have misbehaved with that girl. Oh. This word misbehavior is used. Uh, where I have actually never met that woman. Mm-hmm. To two date, I've never met her. Uh, on the 3rd or 4th of January, 2014, mm-hmm. uh, you must remember that it it, it it is in December of 2000. 13 that the Nirbhaya case had happened. So it was a very sensitive time for a complaint like that. There was a phrase that was used in the original complaint that so I went to the court, I actually went to the session court and I took took bail for that complaint. But the same complaint was lodged in another police station, which actually technically you cannot do. You cannot lodge the same complaint again. Uh, The complaint was made in another police station but this time it was written by by lawyers. So this phrase which was used was that I had misbehaved. It was written in a way, so there is a section in, in the Indian Penal Code which is section 354. Uh, 356 is rape. Uh, 354 is attempt to outrage the mod- modesty, modesty of a woman. Now this section, the way it is written is that any person uh, who attempts to outrage the modesty of a woman, mm-hmm. what it does not say is that it, it requires the it requires physical proximity, and the, that is how the law is read. It is. It means physical proximity. It requires for you to, but the police doesn't work like that. Police is something by itself. And and if you see, uh, because I have had the chance to go to jails and cells, and because of this experiences, you it's it's disconcerting how much under trial people are there. And I mean the jails are full of under trials actually. Because they never got bail. There are people I know, I've met people who who was who was an under trial for shoplifting, which was a two-year sentence or something, and that was 10 years ago. He's still an under trial. Mm-hmm. He's still in jail. Mm-hmm. That's the system. This is that's how this country is run. And then people are saying there are too many people in the jail because you never gave them bail, because they shouldn't have been there. But anyhow, so the way that it was. So the, the the charge was attempt to outrage the modesty of a woman. Hmm. So I had the distinction of looking at Bangalore Mirror, the paper. And that day, Bangalore Mirror didn't have the ears of the paper, like it was a tabloid form earlier. I think yeah. it is back to being a tabloid. Yeah. yeah. So it then did... it had moved to a newspaper form. Earlier it was a tabloid form. Hmm. So it didn't have the ears of the paper, it says Bangalore Mirror. And the full frame of that picture, of that paper, is just my photograph.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That was the day of my arrest. In a very sensitive time like that, uh, after Nirbhaya, if you say, nobody actually even asked me if, including the cops, they, they didn't even ask me if you have ever met this person. Or how did you attempt to outrage the modesty of a woman? But but basically nobody gave me a chance, and it was non bailable so I had to be arrested. Right, and um, once that arrest was made, and uh, once I eventually got bail, uh, even that was covered in Bangalore Mirror that you know this guy. Even after the Nirbhaya case, he has somehow managed to get bail on such a heinous crime. So it is actually made to read like, I have actually, uh, you know, done something to outrage her modesty. It never, nothing was ever written, including the police records, that uh, I have never met that person or even had a phone conversation. Uh, for five years, in the metropolitan uh, court that is never came up for hearing my case is the basically the the trial starts the day that the judge asks you are you guilty or not guilty that the quest, when this question is put to you that is the day that the trial starts five years every month i went to the court and that question was never asked to me every day i would go i'd get a new date now in the in our judicial system, and I didn't know that, after having that complaint, she never has to appear in the court. Now the state is fighting for her. Her job is limited to only making the complaint. If the FIR is made, then that's it. For five years, I went to the court every month. And that question was never asked. And I was talking to some other lawyer and then more senior lawyers. After actually, on the in the sixth year, just before Corona he said you know you, you should go to the high court you know look for some sucker i mean this this is not on i mean there are hundreds of cases that are meant only to pressurize people terrorize people and it, it keeps happening so so we went to the very competent lawyer we went to the uh, to the judge and that day that particular day it was the chief justice which was hearing the case i'm standing there and uh, in the high court and and the plea comes to him and he says what is this plea so he says uh, there is a case and 354 case. He said 354. Okay. And people had told me that the, the moment, the, because the time is so short with the senior guy, that the moment they hear 354, 356, they don't want to get involved. They'll say that let it come through the trial court. Why? We don't want to get involved. So he said 354. Uh, and so what is the case? So my lawyer said um, uh, to the justice, he said, uh, he's never met the victim. So he's like, you've never met the victim? I said, no, sir. You've spoken to her? I said, no, sir. He said, okay, in that case, the high court will listen to the case. That's it. So now the high court is not listening because, because it is not a priority case. It is not a case. But I'm just giving you an instance of how it works and to answer your question, what happened with my companies? You see, once it was such a charged atmosphere at that time and all my customers, because of those pictures in the newspapers, uh, I would not even get meetings with my customers. I mean, these are people I served for four or five years. And uh, I I mean, I would be like, can I come and meet you tomorrow? He'd say, I'm busy. I mean, how, so unfortunately for me, what I did was, you know, like I said, this is the beginning of the year and uh, my work had dried up. My company had 300 employees, but I had built the company from scratch, right? So there is this hope that, you know, I used to tell myself and I used to tell my wife also that, you know, in a few months, I'll turn it around. I started taking more and more debt uh, first from banks to just pay the wage bills because 300 people is a lot of money. We had three offices, our rentals the I mean there is basically no money is coming in but but everything is running like we have work so i ran basically an empty company for one year it completely broke me by the end of the year i had i had to decide i still remember it was in october when i called the i called the whole company and i told them that i'll have we, we'll have to today is the last day we'll have to close down because uh, i can't pay the bills anymore by that time i had already run up about without the tax it was about 15 crore something that i owed the banks and um, Then I owed the tax as well, the service tax and this, that, and the other. So I've had an interesting life. And um, it was so bad over the next few years. Like I said, my dogs ate potatoes. I ate potatoes. Um, I mean, me and my wife, we didn't have any money. I mean, we didn't didn't have any money. I mean, it is worse. It's like living. I know what it is to live below below poverty line because there's absolutely no money. Mm -hmm. And... I still had to somehow feed my dogs. So, no like I point said, I... did that
0: question arise, Rakesh. That is this my calling?
1: Uh... No, the I, if I look at so, like I said, I've been writing extensively mm-hmm. since that time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I look at all my writing, all all those years, one thing was very clear to me that mm-hmm. this is like I said that question of what is the meaning of this this life, this of all my Mercedes's and uh, all uh, all my houses and what is the meaning of this i found the meaning meaning the meaning the the purpose of my life was to take care of my babies and like i said i am the keeper of shiva's dogs i am i am only the keeper uh, at the beginning of the uh, in in the in the in the farm there is a temple of uh, of shiva with a dog which is called berawa hmm. i am i am Truly, the keeper of his dogs. At no point of time did I—I I mean, I have gone through a very bad time. One day, I—I I thought it. I mean, the humiliation was unbearable. So I actually thought that I should maybe just jump from the balcony and and finish it off. And I actually called. I want to meet her parents, and I called her and I said, "I'm sorry." And she, the the way that I said the word, she knew something was happening. I came back to the balcony and um, because it was just very humiliating. I mean, going at that time, I had to go to the police station pretty much. Every Sunday, I had to go to the police station to sign the register. Uh, And when they talk to you, they don't talk to you as the MD of a company. They talk to you as a, you know, for them, uh, an attempt to rape or rape is the same thing the same charge I mean people talk to you they just it is very humiliating Uh, when you go to the court uh, to the metropolitan court or any court I mean you know theft or murder is different but rape is a very different charge so my humiliation was uh, kind of total in its way and um, and that one day I did think of ending it all and then I told myself that I'm going to give it one more day, and there is a there is a dog. Uh, she li- she died now, but there is another dog by the same name who lives with me. Her name is Cleopatra, and I dreamt of her in the night. That morning, I remember waking up and I said, "I I I promise." I said, "Listen, a kind of I made my peace that day. I, I said I will I will do whatever I need to do." But I will never go back. I will. I will survive, and my dogs will have the best life. And um, uh, and and it has happened. I, I. There is. There is nothing. I'm. I'm. Like I said, I'm not being arrogant. I'm just saying it with pride. There is nothing even remotely close to what VOSD is today anywhere in this country. I mean, not even close. I mean, we are better than. Uh, I I see pictures of people when they take their dogs for thousand rupees a day, when they take them for a bath and swim, you know, you know. And and kennel, which is kennels, are like thousand rupees, two thousand rupees a day. My kennels are better, bigger. My, and these are these are stray dogs. We have everything mega size. It is beautiful. So I, I never. Other than that one day I, I never went back and revisited that question that uh, is it worth is my life worth it because I, I really truly realized that you know it was a wake-up call I, you know I, like I said I made my piece I said yaar, iske baad jo bhi hoga na. whatever whatever humiliation So after that one of the things that happened is that it developed a very thick skin a, 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 a cop saying something or a, a tax guy saying something
0: am like, okay. And how did you build back your financial empire again?
1: So things actually, uh, you know, when when doors close, other doors open. So uh, so there will always be some people who believe in you in some way, like I said. So while everybody disbelieves or everybody says that you are this bad guy and, you know, um, so the dog people in, in Bangalore uh, never appeared or never actually gave me any help, but um, but there were, uh, uh, at the beginning of, uh, at the end of 2014, for example, when I was really struggling, I didn't have, I didn't have any employees. I, I didn't have anybody even to talk to. Uh, I mean, if, if, even if you got like 10,000 rupees of work, uh, I didn't know how to com- complete that work because there was no software left. There was no company. There was no computers everything was gone i mean the debtors had taken even the computers and the acs from from the from the from my offices you know uh, i i salvaged nothing i mean out of the, out of those three buildings uh, full of computers and acs and equipment and everything i salvaged not even 5 rupees of anything so then oh, one person she used to work with me as a vendor earlier name is sangeeta she started working with me we started doing some work um, at that time we at least kept the pretense that you know the company was alive we were doing something and and the first year was okay i mean we we did uh, we did some very high quality work mm-hmm. the 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 money was nothing to pay the bills but but a lot of uh, the branding a lot of the A lot of what we are doing today in terms of the marketing uh, and branding aspect of it, it was actually written at that time. I think of people as uh, their waves, you know, they're they're like sine waves. They come in phase and they go out of phase. So nobody's written for you for life. It's not like, uh, you know, uh, like you and I have... uh, started speaking or we are speaking after almost 10 years and like nothing has happened. right So you get in and out of phase so um, so that happened and then uh, there was uh, another remarkable lady her name is uh, Bina she works with me now. Uh, so she wrote from Pune at one time saying, uh, I want to volunteer with VOSD, and all, so women writing to me first of all it is very very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So interestingly, we now have a kind of a ironclad system. So all the messages and mails actually come to a software, which is run by uh, run by a team of three women. Mm-hmm. So when people write to, and every day there are people who write to to VOSD. A lot of it is like marry me. <laughs> uh, But actually, I don't respond to anything. They just think that I'm VOSD is responding or I'm responding, but I don't. I don't even look at it. I mean, this team actually does. So Beena now manages the whole digital part, including that team. But she originally had approached me with the same thing that you know I want to volunteer with you, and I I said okay, well, there was no nobody to manage our Facebook at that time. So I said, can you help me manage the Facebook page? And she started, like I said, I was the driver. I was the paravet. I was doing, I was giving injections. I was giving the drips. I was also cooking. I was doing everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I used to run like a 16, 20 hour work day. Uh, and worry about the money because n- next day I had to buy the stuff again. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, those were really, really bad years. And uh, so 2017, sometime Bina started working with me. So to, from 2019, she's working full time. So she was the she was she was managing uh, uh, the marketing team for a uh, for a Israeli company. It's a very multi-billion-dollar company called Amdocs. So uh, she started working, like I said, voluntarily. But we then we found that. So I started then telling her that listen, if we get to a financial point of view, financial uh, stability that uh, we can afford your salary, then how much will that salary be and. Because I needed to build the system again, and and the yeah. fact is that I cannot be the driver and build the system. Like I said, now back again in the system, there are about a hundred people, you know. Uh, but my view of uh, working with people and and that is that is very different. I'm a yeah.
0: I'm
1: I'm am I'll tell you how crazy I am. <laughs> <laughs> so this is nothing. So so uh, so then Bina came, and then we started. Uh, you know then. We ran one digital campaign. We, st- we started learning what digital is, what Facebook campaigns are, what Google campaigns are. We didn't know anything. I mean, we didn't come from this world. Uh, we started talking to lot, a lot of ad companies. They would tell us that, you know, this is what. Then we realized that actually all these companies also don't know anything. Hmm. They, they are also,
0: uh, you know, progress.
1: basically getting, trying to get customers, you know, give me one lakh rupees a month and I will give you something. And they don't know what that something is. So we learned, and I'm very proud of that, that, you know, we are, we are. I mean, we are not only the, the most outstanding, we are the best hospital, we are the best kennel, we are the, I mean, I'm talking about compared to the private people. Uh, we are also the best digital team in the country. So we, we created a great uh, digital understanding, which, you know, Bina manages that team. And then Once the money started coming in, then we started growing other things. Today, we have products, uh, VOSD, so you can actually, on VOSD, uh, uh, you can actually buy the best shampoo for your dogs from VOSD, which is branded VOSD. You can buy the best treatment for your dogs, Ayurvedic treatment for, for hair loss or for joints and this thing. You can buy all this stuff from VOSD. We actually make it. So we manufacture it, sell it. People across India buy it from us. Um, so we, so it took us five, six years, uh, two years spent eating potatoes, but we started making money back and, but what I, what I decided, and now that is my golden standard. So, uh, so Bina and I talk every day. We spend a lot of time talking about work and as an entrepreneur, you look for things that you can grow and you know, you spend uh, you spend so many years working on it, or so many crores. I mean, it can, investment is in time and money, and then it will become you know fifty crores, hundred crores. So I'm looking for growth areas, things that we can grow. Uh, but I'm also looking for as 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 any investor or entrepreneur, I, I'll invest in my business to grow the business. But one of the other criteria that I use is that it's agnostic of people. I mean, I it's not like I need because I burnt my employees with carrying a ship of three hundred people, right? So now uh, it's uh, so that's how I mean my remote, my thinking, my this remote working. Covid was just something that happened. I mean, I for me it was not even. I mean, I was already working, living alone, and working remotely on the phone and email, you know. So uh, so the company is distributed. Most of it is in Pune and Bombay. Uh, I live in Bangalore. In a farm, I meet nobody, and life's good. And yeah, so I was telling you, was, I'm crazy. I I don't have a bank account. I don't have a Google Pay. I I don't have a passport. So my bank accounts were closed by by the banks in 2014-15, right? And um, because my all my checks were bouncing, so they closed my accounts. And uh, so I said, what do I need? I mean, I need somebody to pay the bill to actually reimburse me for the diesel. Uh, so I, said, I, I don't need a, I don't need a bank account for that. So I am one of those interesting people where I'm the only one I know, I think, who calls somebody and says, you know, so many lakhs of money has to be transferred from this account to that account. Or pay pay a vendor ten lakh rupees right now. I, I do it on the phone. I actually never go to a bank. And I I, I, I so somebody says you know Google pay me uh, hundred rupees. So I'll call someone and say Google pay hundred rupees to this guy. <laughs> and I've I i do not have an account. I I have I have an Aadhaar card because it was required for my uh, for my DIN number and for my corporate bank account and I have a, a a pan card and that's it I, mean, I have no banking relationships with anyone. I have no credit cards I have no debit cards'm I'm, I'm a free man
0: <laughs> truly free and as far as all the cases that are there and what was uh, all I, that, no, is... I,
1: now I, now there is money there is lawyers you see ultimately all these things are problems when you they are like like i figured out in life uh, most of the problems relate to access to money if uh, there are problems because um, i had to be the guy who was driving these vans and i had to be the guy that was that now the now we have more dogs so, so but there are dogs more drivers take care of now we have maybe a thousand dogs at the farm okay so um, if you see online you see the quality of the uh, the facilities we have built and swimming pools and this that it is like beautiful so but what i'm saying is that you know now now we don't have to worry about i mean problem was that i was the only driver and i was the only vet hmm. now there are vets paravets there are caregivers there's like 35 40 people sitting here Uh, around me to take care of the dog so if you have the money to pay then everything happens yeah if you have no money to pay your way through life then you have very big problems so as far as those cases are concerned now i i don't even bother because now i have lawyers i mean at one point of time one lawyer every hearing he would charge me ten thousand rupees every month every month i would go and uh, you know stand there in the the pulpit and my name would be called and he would charge me uh, 10,000 rupees and then he increased it to 20,000 rupees and at that time even that used to hurt because like I said I I, I was eating potatoes, my dogs were eating potatoes literally we were eating potatoes
0: Has Rakesh turned philosophical? I mean I think I have
1: in some way stopped being philosophical I was, I had there were so many things in my head and now my life is like really simple, very sorted. Like I said, I actually truly don't bank with anyone. Those things that occupy you on a daily basis, the daily grind, even for a fairly successful person, I have cut myself off, off most of those things. And um, over the last few months or years, I, I again asked myself this question, now that I live with the dogs, now that this is my life, what matters to me? But the rest of my life, what am I here for? I mean, what? how do I occupy myself? I cannot be digging this well every day, right? So I have basically found only two answers, things that those two things that matter to me, which is that, like I said, I if I go back to my childhood, I wanted to be two things. I wanted to be incredibly strong, physically. Hmm. because I have a lot of physical problems That is, there is also a hmm. background story to that I've had two heart attacks oh, okay. uh, uh, both my carotids are blocked the, okay. the arteries that go to the brain and to the face mm-hmm. both of them are blocked uh, I have uh, a brain condition called demyelination uh, my kidneys are, have a problem I've got chronic kidney disease so there are many things but I also can lift 100 kgs of it with not, not any fifty year old man can do, right? So I when I so I looked at I, when I look at it and I look at the rest of my life, I'm like, what did, where where did I start? I wanted to be two things. I wanted to be very strong and I wanted to be incredibly successful. It's so simple. So everything else other than these two things. Uh, for me, it's just a distraction. Okay. So people ask me, I race cars also, by the way. I'm uh-huh. a rally driver. Yeah, I drive in the Indian National Rally Championship. Uh, recently,
0: so are like, how do you been doing that
1: from 2010, 11? One year back. Oh, okay. So people are like, how do you find time to do all this stuff? I said, I have all the time. I'm doing very little. I... I I, I'm truly like a child. I exercise a lot. I eat a lot. I sleep a lot. And I work the rest of my
0: day and that's it. Okay, if I ask you, Rakesh, take a step back and look at that Rakesh who with all the ambitions started the company, who had the best cut suit and the best watches of the world on his wrist and the cars to drive the rakesh of today yeah. the faces that your life went through and if mm. there are words for each of those faces what would the words that you would use to describe each of those faces from your childhood to your college to that best cut suit to the rakesh shukla today what are the words that you would use to describe actually, actually I think my uh,
1: I, I'm struggling a little bit because my ambition is actually greater than it what it was before.
0: Mm.
1: My ambition, my if you ask me truly my ambition today, if, if I look at it purely in financial numbers, my ambition today is much larger than my ambition was 10 years ago. Mm. 10 years ago, I also had all these distractions. Mm. All these things that would take my time. The social aspect, the this aspect that aspect you know um, my time is very pure now mm. i i think i have to think of new products and ways to sell them mm. and i have like i said we have built a very solid team who can actually make it happen mm. so my job is to think of things the ways in which we can grow and i have the capability and the team to actually invest in that growth mm. so uh, my ambition is Uh, purely financially much larger than before actually let's put it this way if I if I was aiming for a hundred crore payout 10 years back then I'm aiming for a thousand crore payout today my ambition is much bigger except that my uh I don't value money as something to consume. I, I mean, it doesn't show on the, on the, this thing, this, this t-shirt is at least 10 years old. And it was one of those t-shirts that was bought like thousand rupees. You get 10 t-shirts. So, you know, I, my wife had bought a pack of 10 t-shirts for me and I'm, I still use them my pants are my shoes are actually like 300 rupees my pants are I know, 300 rupees amazon amazon stuff okay so so actually from top to bottom i'm right now i'm within a 1000 rupees that's what i wear all the time so what i'm saying my hunger for money and for growth is much more than before but my hunger for consumption is nothing. I, I don't consume that money anymore.
0: So the purpose driving you is different? I,
1: I need to, like I said, I'm the keeper of his dogs. I And I don't plan for the rest of my life. I don't plan for, you know, when I'm 75 and retired and 85. I'll never retire. Okay. But my plan is I mean, can i in the next five years, can I leave a legacy of a thousand crores for my dogs which which makes sure that for many generations they are all secure that's That's my plan that's all I think about wow okay um, so, so the the hunger is actually more, but like i said for it's not for personal consumption, yeah. People ask me uh, yesterday there was a conversation on my um, college fa- Facebook uh, WhatsApp group, uh, you know, and somebody once said that, how can how does he take care of dogs? How do you know he takes care of dogs well when he spends a lakh rupees on his body every month? Yeah. That he's built like that. And the fact is that I I've never had a gym membership. Like, I don't have a bank account. I, I don't know anybody who doesn't have a bank account. I don't have a bank account. I don't have a uh, Google Pay account. I don't have any digital money. I don't have any, right? Uh, similarly, I've never been to a gym. Uh, I just bought, and I I started three years back. I started from the same, the same van. Uh, I, I had a bar here and... I, had, I started with 20 kgs of weight and I used to take it out here and I I, I just started practicing and that that weight has kept increasing mm. so to become incredibly strong you don't you only need one bar <laughs> and and uh, and nothing and you know when my wife comes like I said and uh, you know the people, uh, I, I when I when I lift I have a foot you don't even need shoes because the best balance you have is if you yes. are barefoot yeah
0: yeah
1: right so i i don't even wear shoes hmm. so to to become like incredibly strong you don't
0: need money hmm. it's just going to the right bar that makes all the difference
1: <laughs> yeah it's just going to the right bar but i have i've have actually not gone to a real bar <laughs> I, I think the last time I went to a movie or to a, to a, to a bar or to a, I, I don't even remember. I don't, I, 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 think in the last 10, 15 years I've not gone shopping. Mm. And so when I started moving, my mind started moving in that direction. Then I started thinking of, like I said, of everything else is kind of superfluous yeah, and I stopped feeling guilty about it. I think what has changed is that I stopped feeling guilty that yeah, this is my friend so I have to spend time with them or this is my in-laws I have to spend time with them or this is my parent I have to spend time with this you know whatever this social thing is I've become lazy. like I said if it doesn't if it doesn't make me stronger or more successful then I' have, I have no attention for it. So that's it's very simple and I actually have the full day for myself.
0: Okay, so if it doesn't make you successful, so does every relationship you are giving time to with the question or everything that you're, what's in it for me? Is that the answer that you're looking for? Or what is the bigger question that uh, helps you decide whether it's worth your time and a piece uh, of for, uh, for, uh, There are ways to answer that question.
1: Not one. But one is that I have very few relationships in some way. They've always been burdensome for me. My, Like I said, my relationships from my Early childhood and you know could, uh, with parents romantic otherwise they've they've always been a it's not been easy mm. and I stopped pretending like i said i stopped pretending for anything mm. so uh, second is that if you are i realized many years ago and through my own journey that I'm not a user of people mm i don't feel guilty that i have used you for something hmm. i am a giver hmm. when i had nothing my dog still had hmm. uh, still had everything when i have everything i still don't take anything for myself
0: hmm.
1: i have uh, i can buy start buying more expensive watches and start doing all those things again but i don't i have no i have no value for it so i am not a giver i am not a taker of things from people so I don't think of my relationships and my investment in time with people that way either. Okay. Because they are they are not adding, I think of it as value,
0: hmm.
1: not in terms of taking anything from anyone. Hmm. Hmm. Um, some people add value to me hmm. because they help me grow, they help me, my company grow. Uh, but like I said, I mean, with with uh, whatever we're doing, I, I still have. I, like I said, I'm. I mean, I, it's a, it's a, it's a weird way to put it, but it is. It's living a little like a hermit.
0: Hmm. Uh,
1: and I go back to the same words, Asati and virakti. I have, I have a lot of lust for success. Still, I mean, that lust is even more.
0: Hmm.
1: But it is not just for me. That's all there is. I mean. I have whatever I've created, I want it to be 10 times that, 100 times that. But it will require thousands of crores to to run it that way. You know? So I, I'll need the money before I go.
0: Okay. So before we go, you've seen a lot in life, I realize mm. now over the last few years. So, three life lessons that you will carry till the end of your life, which you'd like to leave us with?
1: I remember one which has been my favorite for a long time. Which is a book that I read not in my childhood, but much later. Uh, It is by Robert Fulgham. And it says, Everything You Need to Know You Learned in Kindergarten. And I think that's been one of my important lessons that the really, the real things that matter, the things that you learn in kindergarten, which is be nice to people, be truthful, don't, uh, you know, share with others, live together. Stuff like that. Those are the, the very early life lessons and we actually choose to forget all those things and we start looking for success and the mantra of success and all these big books uh, which is somebody this guy became so successful because he was doing something. He was not eating anything. He was not doing anything. He just happened to be in a situation which led to a success. So I'm not saying that hard work, hard work is not an important thing. Intelligence and hard work are essential grounds to be successful but It's not the only thing. So luck, timing, there are many other things. But it doesn't stop you from doing the right, the basics right. And the basics we learned in kindergarten. So so that's what I I think, uh, I don't know if I can give you three, but I can give you one, which is about lessons from kindergarten.
0: Okay. And looking at your own self, is there something that you would like to tell youngsters who start with the same dream that you did? That life is all about success. And oh yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Balance no, it is, and you know, I think absolutely. So the uh, so I it's one of my talks as well, which is first is that you need to define success. Hmm. Uh, success. People, everybody says, you know, your parents keep telling you this is success and you start going after that success. Then you see, you know, that guy is CEO that is making so much money. Uh, and you need to define what success is. And and it looks like money, it's not. The other day, uh, somebody used a phrase for me, some, one of my college mates, that... Um, he's a very senior banker. And he said, Shukla, I've I mean, since we studied together, hmm. I've I've been a banker all my life, hmm. and i he's like a very senior president level guy from in a very big multinational bank. He said, So his, I'm quoting his words. He said, Durandar in Hindi means yeah, yeah. people who are, you know, I mean, people for whom thousands of crores is nothing. Nothing, yeah but I've hardly ever met somebody as successful as you. And it's a very big thing to say. I mean, he's my, and we were talking after 20 years, 25 years. Right? So my point is that you have to define success for yourself. Success is not just money, but also success is not not money. You have to define a mix of what success. So, I mean, there's one way to, one way that I look at it is that, if, uh, let's say Rajkumar, the actor, the the, uh, the Kannada actor, Rajkumar, was he less successful than Amitabh Bachchan? Can you compare their success or, or Lata Mangeshkar from somebody, some other, or uh, Robert De Niro? Can you compare these people? I mean, in their own right, they are their, fair, their success is actually pretty complete. Yeah. Robert De Niro is a is a is a his success is very complete. And so is Rajkumar's success very complete. Can you compare these kind of two people? No. So success comes in many flavors and many ways. And people don't invest their time uh, in finding out those what success is. And I think that is also the reason why. They end up being on social media. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, because not knowing what success is, what you are driven for, causes you to be unhappy and causes you to have low self worth. Because you're always thinking, Yar, iske paas tu hai. you know, his girlfriend is hotter than mine, he's got more money than me, he's got more cars than me. And it will always be there. I mean, for every Ambani, there is a Zuckerberg. For every Zuckerberg, there is a Bill Gates. I mean, that, it never ends. Yeah. yeah. So you need to figure out what you want. Yeah. And your life's ups and downs are actually windows to telling you, life's telling
0: you something. And what has your window spoken to you? What is the I, biggest, biggest, uh, simple lesson that your window has opened up? I, 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 don't know. I, 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 have boiled it down to just two things. So that's the other
1: thing about success. I, I want to talk about for a minute, which is that when people are young, when we are young, when we are children, we have very, we have lots of dreams. I will do this. Yeah. I will do that. I will do that. And even when you learn that, you know, it is not going to be so easy being an astronaut. When you are a little kid, then you want to be an astronaut or whatever. And you go to school and you realize that, you know, astronauts are not easy things. It's my point is that dreams keep shifting and there is realization and the world will kind of modify those dreams. But I think the sad part is that people stop dreaming. You become this middle class. You know, you get into that space of just being, just doing your job, just doing something, just to live that there is no purpose in life left. Maybe the question that I used to ask myself, what is the, what is my purpose, which I don't ask my, because I know now I know my purpose, but, but you have to be asking that question. What are you here for? And people stop dreaming after a while that joy of being alive goes away. Mm. And um, that's what I would tell people. I mean, I tell people who are my age, be happy, man. I mean, find something to do. Abhi, everybody is not going to be a CEO. If you are not a CEO, then no you're doing, else going to happen, Find something that makes you alive. Mm-hmm. And most people just living. They stop. They stop dreaming. They stop being in that space. And I I don't want to be that. And that is why I said I I found out the two things that made me happy. when When I was a child, I wanted to be these two things. I wanted to be incredibly strong and incredibly successful. So I said, what better chance than now? And one of the things that happened, and I must tell you about, not about success, but one of the big lessons in my life. Was that when everything was gone, had gone away, all the people. And when you are unsuccessful, when you are, when you are down and out, everybody will leave you. I can get, this is written in the Shastras. It is written everywhere that when you, when you out, you are alone. Yes. And that is a fact. Yeah. There is nobody, no relative, no, nobody. You are absolutely alone. Yeah. True. But in that absolute alone place, I also eventually found a great opportunity. And that opportunity is that all my earlier life's baggage, which I had collected, baggage is emotional. Baggage is people. Baggage is the kind of responses I would give to people and they would give to me. Baggage is the kind of work that my company was doing. That is also baggage you cannot change your you cannot change the company immediately because you have created a company right i mean you are working and uh, s- suddenly going from north to south is not that easy so everything in your life is a set pattern and it has been set for a long time it has taken some of these things years to and when i became 45 everything was destroyed so i can i can look back and i didn't want to be that guy who looks back at my life and he says about a time I was a successful guy. I was like, I don't want to live in the past. I had to let go of it. But I had the opportunity of also not carrying that baggage of the past. So loss in life is always not a bad thing. And I mentioned about strength. I, I said I wanted to be strong and I wanted to be, I wanted to be super successful. But I didn't. I said physically strong, because you know why I am mentally all. I know that I am the strongest man I know. I know that for a fact. I've never met somebody who's got more mental strength than I have. Uh, so o- only thing I have to translate it is to is to physical strength, which I am already very strong. At 100 kgs lift, it's not easy, and I'm I'm going to be 50, and and I can do it. So so people they stop dreaming. They they just kind of get used to. As terrible as that time was, the only regret that I have of my in my entire life is that in that time I could not take care of my babies the way I should have. I could have done more. I I could have had better medicine. I could have had better food. I could have, but I didn't have the money. If I could change one thing in my life, that is what I would change. But otherwise, I if if I could go back and change the day that I got arrested and thrown in jail, the if I I would not change it. I it was it one of it was it had to happen it had to happen for a reason and i didn't enjoy it then but it showed me the man i am so it it should have otherwise i would have never known how would i ever know how strong i really am
0: thanks a lot rakesh for opening out such a personal space of yours and sharing it all because Pleasure is mine. for me the Rakesh I had met years ago, I, the Rakesh that I see today has evolved quite a bit. And the way you speak and the dreams you speak about yeah. are something that makes me really happy for you. For
1: Thank you so much.
0: What I'm taking back is great attitude, because I believe your attitude decides your altitude and yeah. you have really scaled high.
1: Thank you so, so much.
0: All the very best on whatever you. you have in front of you. Yeah. And thank you so much for being part of this. My pleasure. My
1: pleasure. You and I with Rashmi
0: Shetty. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks for having me. Bye. With that, we come to the end of this weekly quest of You and I with Rashmi Shetty. Do let us know if you know people who make the world beautiful. Write in to rushme dot the third eye at gmail.com. That is RASHMI dot T H E T H I R D E Y E at gmail Come, let's explore this amazing world together, both you and I.